RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To see a complete lineup of products, visit jayco.com. And by Blackstone. See their complete line of griddles and accessories at blackstoneproducts.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. everybody. It's Stephanie from RVFTA.com. And I am super excited to have the very wonderful Carrie Cox from TravelsWithBirdie.com on the show this week to review Watkins Glen State Park Campground in New York State in the Finger Lakes region. Carrie is a passionate reader, writer, and photographer. She's on a quest to make memories with her husband and sons while exploring the world in her Jayco travel trailer, aka Birdie. Whether she's heading to a state park close to home or an epic national park road trip, she loves to travel with Birdie. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm really excited to have you for this one because it's a long time coming on this show. Watkins Glen State Park is, I think, like a national treasure. And I knew that you had stayed there. We haven't been there in a few years. So I'm excited that we're going to get this campground review in. I'm excited to tell you about it. All right. So um, just give us a little bit of geographical background for our listeners. Um, New York State is enormous. Some people don't even realize how big it is. And there's a lot of different regions. So sort of where does the Finger Lakes region fall into it? And where did it come in the course of your travels? So we had taken a summer trip to Niagara Falls and we had, before that, had also seen a picture of Watkins Glen on Pinterest. You know how you kind of are mindlessly pinning things and you see these places and you're like, oh yeah, bucket list place. That looks beautiful. That looks amazing. So when we saw Watkins Glen, it just was really eye-catching, all these waterfalls and bridges, and we wanted to go there. And so when we were planning the Niagara Falls trip, we realized that Watkins Glen was really just three hours away from Niagara Falls, making it a pretty easy place to jump on over to and stay a few nights. Um, we had originally planned to stay and explore the whole Finger Lakes region, but because of some job duties, we had to bolt back. So we just had a couple of days in Watkins Glen. So Watkins Glen is it's over uh, kind of in central but northeast, n- northwest, <laughs> sorry, central northwest New York. It's three hours east of Niagara Falls and four hours west of New York City. And then it's just 90 minutes from the cities of Rochester and Syracuse. 
good locating. That was exactly, we are smack dab in the middle, really, between those two big iconic, like the Catskills area that some people visit on RV trips and the Niagara Falls region. So you can kind of do a jaunt across the state if you wanted to, and this would be a really great stop to make. Yes. And especially if you were doing both New York City and Niagara Falls, this would be a perfect midway point, too. All right. So you booked a site here because of those waterfalls. Tell us about the campground itself. So this is really what you kind of think of as the epitome of state park camping. So when you think of the best state park campgrounds, you generally think of those kind of lush wooded sites and you think of big sites where you can't pass the great poupon to your neighbors, as Brett Nielsen likes to say. (laughs) And, um, You do have that rustic element that comes with state parks, which, of course, is um, well-liked by some people and, you know, not so much liked by other people. Um, But Watkins Glen, it has the the nice scenery, but then it does also have good facilities so that you're not too rustic. All right, rustic, but not too rustic. And and I'll, I'll point out right now that this area is sort of tricky for some people to book because you've got this Watkins Glen State Park option. And then the other option that's really popular right there is the Watkins Glen KOA, which on the flip side, the sites are some of the most expensive that we really see at KOAs. So what are the prices here (laughs) that people are going to be deciding between the state park and a KOA often? So the state park is just $18 a night for non-electric sites, and it's about $30 a night for for, um, 30 amp electricity. Now, what you do get for that $30 is just the electricity. They do not have water or sewer hookups. So you Um, are definitely kind of roughing it a little more than you would at the KOA. Um, You have to keep that in mind. All right. So you've got only one loop of the electric. Um, Is it hard to get a site there? That's right. So at Watkins Glen State Park, there's actually six separate camping loops and only one has electric and it has about 50 electric sites. So we were booking for our late, late July trip um, in February And we were trying to get, I think, like three or four or five nights, and we couldn't find a single spot that was available um, for that many nights. Maybe we were running into a weekend or something. So we ended up having to divide our stay between two spots um, when we were originally going to stay longer, but we ultimately didn't stay longer and canceled the second set of reservations. But anyway, so we were booking that far in advance and had a hard time finding a string of nights. So yeah. you definitely want to book as early as you can, especially if you want electricity. I, it's, I New York State parks are wonderful, and there many of them are very popular. We've talked about Letchworth State Park, which is about, I would say, an hour or so away from this mm-hmm. one, another iconic state park in New York. Um, and they book up it's so competitive. It's competitive campground booking for sure. So people that are listening to this re- you know, review need to know that this it should, unless you're getting cancellations, you'll have to want this bad enough to get on the computer far in advance. Right. <laughs> and we really are people who like um, private campgrounds and are willing to pay. And we also like state parks and are glad to get, you know, a cheaper stay. We had just come from a week at Branches of Niagara um, at Niagara Falls. And so, of course, that campground was just a premier resort style campground. So we um, definitely, when we went to Watkins Glen, we were um, pulled in by that, that cheaper price and the more rustic stay and uh, ended up loving the peace and quiet there as well. 
Yeah, I love jumping back and forth between resorts and state parks and kind of enjoying the amenities and then, um, you know, taking a deep breath at the state park and relaxing and enjoying the nature. Now, you mentioned that the campsites are large. Are they easy to get into with RVs? Do you think that this is really for small RVs or can some bigger trailers get in here too? It seems like if you're a bigger trailer who's used to kind of navigating, you should be fine. Um, The loops are one-way loops, and then you can back into your sites. Some of the um, driveways were really long, you know, because, like, our site was just tucked way back into the woods. So um, if you have trouble backing up, (laughs) those sites might not be as appealing. But they had lots of sites with shorter, um, shorter driveways, and that would be easy for anybody who can navigate. I probably wouldn't do it on my first trip by myself, but (laughs) most RVers seem like they can get in. And it just seemed like they, um, they were spacious and nice. So I think you could navigate. Okay. Now, obviously there's not a lot going on at the campground. It's pretty simple and rustic and just provides that really beautiful retreat to camp in, but you have really great access to the amazing Watkins Glen State Park. Do you, do you just want to set the scene a little bit for why this is like what you can do here at the state park and why it's so popular? Yeah. So like I mentioned, I saw that Pinterest picture and there was this waterfall just like drape, kind of draping over this um, wooded ledge and this stone bridge. I mean, it just looked like something out of a fairy tale. It didn't look like a real place. It was just like, this place is so beautiful. And so after going to Niagara Falls, which is, you know, the granddaddy of all waterfalls, we were like, would Watkins Glen live up? You know, would we still be impressed with this picture we randomly saw on Pinterest? And it did. What makes Watkins Glen so special is that there's this creek that has cut through um, these kind of limestone uh, ledges. And along this canyon, there are 19 waterfalls. So you walk about a mile into the canyon, and along the way, you will go over, under, and practically through some of these 19 waterfalls. And of course, some are really little, tiny drops, but others are really big cascades. And so it's just, you know, beautiful. It's it's amazing. We... Um, only walked a mile, but it'll take you probably an hour or more because you're just stopping to take so many pictures and to just soak it all in and, um, and, and, t- and take in all of the scenery. It's amazing. And I know, I'm not sure when you guys went, but I know that this was one of the spots that for us, we were really happy that we made the effort to get there earlier because we did that really leisurely kind of hike where we were taking pictures everywhere. You know, it's like you feel like there's a picture every single step of the way and you can't, you know, I can't not take another picture here. (laughs) And then by the time we were done, a lot of like the tour buses were showing up a little bit later in the morning around 10 or 11. So that was just something that we saw at the time that we went and it might be worth it to kind of go maybe earlier in the day or later in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were at the very tail end of a day. So the parking lot was kind of full across from the entrance where we went in and there were quite a few people in there, but it wasn't, um, It wasn't overwhelming by any means, but it definitely had we gotten to stay longer, we would have went back, you know, early in the morning and went probably would have went back twice. I I swear we would have went back again and again just because it was so cool. And we only did a mile in and a mile out on the gorge trail. 
But what you can also do is go in on the gorge trail and then take one of the rim trails or a different trail back out. So we know we didn't even get to do all of the hikes. We just did this one mile in and out on the gorge trail. Lots more that we could have explored. Yeah. And if you do any of those upper hikes, you can take a trolley back, right? If you wear yourself out. Yeah, so they have kind of a little shuttle that runs back and forth um, because you can enter the gorge trail um, kind of on one end or the other, uh, up or down the hill, (laughs) depending on which way, if you want to only walk one way, and then you can shuttle back to the other other way. So it's kind of handy. We didn't try that, but... Okay, I I had two kids in backpacks, in hiking backpacks, and one in my (laughs) belly. So we did (laughs) the upper parking lot, and we went down, and then we shuttled back up (laughs) to save ourselves. (laughs) I was a little bit lazy at that point, (laughs) but I feel like I had a good excuse for it. Now, what other kind of amenities are there in the state park? So it seems like the other thing that people come to the park for is the Olympic size swimming pool. Um, It really did look nice um, and inviting and it had really beautiful views of the Finger Lakes Valley. So you kind of see all the hills and, um, all of that along the horizon, and they have a kiddie pool there with the with the um, big pool, and so it really looked like a great place to play. And then there's a cool playground there, but that's it. You know, kind of this is a, a state park. You're there to hike and relax and take in these amenities, um, and then that was pretty much it. There's not not a ton else to do in the park. What about Carrie? What's your boys' um, you know device report? How are we going to do with <laughs> Wi-Fi and cell service? You know, I think that we um, had pretty adequate signal on our, we use Verizon hotspot now. And so I think we didn't have any trouble. We had adequate signal. We weren't sure going in because um, being Midwesterners who haven't been to New York a lot, we were surprised by how rural the area was. And so as we were driving in, we really realized we were kind of in a rural area, but we had adequate phone signal. You do not have um, park supplied Wi-Fi, so you have to supply your own. All right, but you managed and you did okay and nobody was pulling their hair out. Okay, now we are going to talk about some of the other things to do in the area. The Finger Lakes is just an amazing RV destination and we keep swearing to ourselves we'll devote an entire RVFTA episode to the Finger Lakes region, but we haven't fit it on the schedule yet. But before Carrie kind of goes through some of those other regional attractions, we want to thank our sponsor, Jayco. Jayco has helped generation after generation create families' memories since 1968, offering travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, Class C and Class A motorhomes, it's easy to find the perfect Jayco for your family. With an industry-leading two-year limited warranty, beautiful design, and innovative safety features, you can be confident in your Jayco. Visit your local Jayco dealer or Jayco.com for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun, and Carrie's having some family fun in the Finger Lakes in her Jayco, and what else did you do? Well, we ended up actually only being there two days because, like I said, I had to unexpectedly jot back across the country as fast as we could. We had originally planned to spend five days in the Finger Lakes area. And so I'll tell you some of the things we would have done had we got to stay longer. Um, First of all, there's more waterfalls. This whole area is full of waterfalls. Um, uh, There's places where you can just look up and see some of the the, uh, links, you know, that have all the local water waterfalls. And then there are several state parks that we had planned to get over to, um, some of which you guys probably have actually been to. Um, 
um, butter, buttermilk falls. Yeah. Okay. So buttermilk falls, I'm going to, so I'm going to say, I will jump in on that one because it's one of my, it really actually beat Watkins Glen for me. Ah. So buttermilk falls, you know, at Watkins Glen and you're like very limited, you're like staying on the trail, enjoying the falls at buttermilk falls. Everybody's in the falls the whole way down. So it's this really steep walk hike down to actually this big swimming hole at the bottom. But along the way, there's all of these pools that the waterfalls are just falling into and everybody just gets in. We had our bathing suits on. We were in and out of the waterfalls for the entire hike. We actually did a little cliff jumping at Buttermilk Falls because we like turned the corner and there were some kids and we were like, we're doing that too. So that is one of my most favorite memories ever of the Finger Lakes. Aw, yeah, I'm sorry we didn't get to do that. Next time, (laughs) next time. (laughs) We'll come up and join you. We'll go back. We're due for a visit back. (laughs) Right. And then it looks like Letchworth State Falls. uh, Letchworth State Park is maybe about an hour away. Um, as well, and you've been there, right? Yeah, that they. Uh, some people call that the Grand Canyon of the East. I know there's a few places that are like the Grand Canyon of the whatever, but um, it, it is. It's that is more of that like visit, take a picture in front of a huge waterfall, you know, not that little trickly waterfall. And the campground at Letchworth State Park is really popular and great too. So you can sort of hopscotch across, you know, this region and stay in amazing state parks and see lots of yeah. fun waterfalls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We had also thought about going over to the Robert Tremaine State Park over in Ithaca. Um, Another waterfall. looks like that's one that people swim in as well. Kind of has a big waterfall coming in. So we had planned to make the waterfall route, see all the waterfalls and drive around and take in the scenery of um, Finger Lakes region. We also had planned to go down to Corning to the Museum of Glass, which I know when you hear that name, it doesn't sound like that, you know, a museum of glass. How interesting is that to look at? But we have read so many rave reviews of this place online. It seems like it is just surprisingly interesting. So we had planned to go um, see how they make glass. And I think you can make your own. And then there's galleries of art glass there. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, people rave about that. We um, went to another glassmaking place. It was just a little smaller for us to navigate with our young kids at the time um, because, you know, the thought of taking toddlers into a glass factory is like somewhat terrifying. <laughs> but um, right. I've never heard anybody say anything, but this is just a fantastic uh, thing to do. Now, I was surprised when we went at the wine trail attractions up there. When we went, I didn't realize that it had come as such a um, popular thing for all of these micro wineries. And I learned that it's because it has one of those microclimates there in the Finger Lakes, like that you find in some of the California areas too, where the temperature never goes above a certain, you know, heat and then it never goes below a certain temperature. So because of the way the lakes kind of dip down. Um, so at the time our boys were, you know, little and we weren't winery hopping so much, but I really want to go back and do some of the wine trails because I've heard, you know, that those are really fun. Yeah. It looks like there's 30 plus wineries spread out. And again, you get to take in the scenery as you travel around and each one kind of looks like it has its own personality. So that looks really fun. 
Um, and then the other big thing that people do in Watkins Glen is go to the International Speedway. So they have NASCAR events. The people next to us at the state park, they had their campsite decked out with racing gear. So they had been in town for the races either the weekend before or the weekend after. So um, if you are looking at Watkins Glen State Park, you'll probably want to pay attention to whether or not it's a racing weekend um, because that could shape your experience. I'm sure it's a little busier when the races are in town and uh, definitely busier when the races are in town. Um, but if you're interested in seeing NASCAR racing or they have some other kind of special Grand Prix events um, that looked kind of fun, we have a kid who oh, our older son just loves cars. So we could have explored a little more of that than we got to. Well, you have your next trip all planned out, and that's a good that's tip right. to look at the racing weekends too, especially if you're trying to get a coveted spot at the state park. Now, another good tip for you if you're thinking about the NASCAR events is maybe to bring along your Blackstone Gretel for a little tailgating. I think that those two will go hand in hand. So from the large 36-inch four-burner griddles to the 17-inch one-burner tabletop version, which is probably your best uh your best tailgating option. You'll find a Blackstone griddle that's just right for you in your lifestyle, whether you're at home or at the campground. Blackstone lets you cook everything you can on a traditional griddle and a thousand things you can't like hibachi, right, Carrie? That's right. That's what we love. (laughs) You love your hibachi. I can't get Jeremy to do hibachi for all of us. I'm going to keep trying. No one is ever going to walk away hungry when you're cooking on a Blackstone. Join more than 1 million happy Blackstone customers. You can go to blackstoneproducts.com. They always have free shipping, but you can also use code RVFTA for 10% off your order. All right, Carrie, uh, we need you to come back. We got to head into New York State for some fun explorations and you got to teach Jeremy how to do hibachi on the Blackstone. That's That's our future. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Carrie, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to share Watkins Glen with all of your listeners. We will see you at the campground. See you there. (laughs) 